L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Friends with Marketing Benefits is brought to you by... I'm Alex Schulte. And I'm Jake Trumper. And this is the promo for our brand new podcast, One Word Stories. Where we take one word... Like fear. That's kind of dark. Or spaghetti. Well, I don't know if we're going to do an entire episode about spaghetti. Are you hooked yet? I hope so. Whoa. I just noticed that we keep speaking in unison. How do we stop? Oh, wow. It's still happening. Okay, what just happened? I don't know. It's like we've been spending way too much time together and we're starting to finish each other's... I quit. What? I just don't get it. What's not to get? So I just get one word and talk about it? Who cares? I care. Give me a word. Middle school. That's two words. You get the gist. Okay, one time in middle school, a girl hid in the bathroom during the school dance specifically so I wouldn't have to ask her to dance with me. Okay, I'm starting to understand why you didn't want to do this. One Word Stories. We're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Okay, I think that was a good take. Wait, no. Why does this keep happening? L-A-S. Welcome on into the podcast. This is Friends with Marketing Benefits. I'm one of your hosts, Logan Adam Schultz. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday, if you're listening to this on another day of the week, why don't you subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and listen to it on Tuesdays with us? Because we're there every single Tuesday, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find them, as part of the LAS Podcast Network. But I'm only one of your hosts. I'm sitting across from another beautiful one, Craig Johnson. Craig, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, bud? I'm doing just fine. Just uh, fine. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to be here with uh, you. I'm excited to be here with uh, a couple of other people as well, and I'm waiting for one of them to fade out that beautiful <laughs> music, our He's beautiful just theme jamming. song. He's just jamming. It's too good of a song. He's like, He's like oh yeah, oh, I gotta fade it out. Hold and on. then hop in the room with us. His name is Alex Schulte. I'm coming, I'm coming! I'm almost here! <laughs> and uh, and uh, we're going to talk to an amazing guest. Hi, Alex. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, so I had to make sure that song sounded super cool, and I never wanted it to end, so I wasn't really sure how I was going to get in here that quick. Well, you're here now. That's all that matters. It is It is all the, the only thing that matters <laughs> is, that <laughs> is, you are here. is that I'm here. Well, actually, what matters more is our friend with marketing benefits today. That's what the show is all about, talking to the amazing people from our community um, that can share some marketing insight with all of you. And we have a very fun one today. Uh, Ellie Detweiler is with us. Ellie, Yay! how's it going? Hello, boys. It's so great to be here. Ellie, thanks so much for being here with us. What a fun atmosphere. Well, I love it. It's only fun because you're here. It's never fun without you, I promise. <laughs> Every episode, <laughs> before and after, will it's all fabric. It's all fabricated all in post. All you guys talk about is me when I'm not here. Exactly. That's true. I've heard. That's exactly, true. exactly. Ellie, uh... I've known you for a while. Apparently, Alex has known you longer. Whatever. Wow. Yep. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, Ellie and I go back further than you. Uh, I've known Ellie since you were... How old were you in that show? 11? 11 or 12. 12? I think you were 
26? You 27? thought I was... You, <laughs> <laughs> you came in and said I was 30 when that show... I and I was. all of you were so old. I, and I, when you're that young, everybody's old, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was 18 in that show Sorry. that we did um, 12 years ago together. Mm-hmm. You were one of the little, little ducklings. I was a kid. I was... A Follies kid. Um, really quick before we move on, I want I do want to get this out of the way. Do you remember <laughs> waiting after every... Si- so we were in holidays together. Correct. And holidays. this was the holiday-themed um, cabaret show thing. Uh, I don't know if it was cabaret. But I had the solo Christmas in Killarney. It's Christmas in Killarney with all of the folks at home. And I never got the lyrics right. Mm-hmm. And you and all the other kids would stand off stage and just wait for me to come off so you could all point and laugh at me when I came up and, I, and the verse would hit and I'd go, da 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 It's Christmas in Killarney over the entire stadium. You don't remember that ridicule? I, I that, have to say, I've studied you your body other? of work extensively, <laughs> but I do not recall that specific moment. I remember all of you boys, there was a hockey number with my two front teeth. Oh, gosh, I, I forgot about that. blacked out. Did they black out your two front teeth, or am I, I, think so. I think making right. that up? Yeah. You guys just scared me. No, I did, they didn't actually take our, our front teeth for that show. They ripped no. them out of your they, mouth. That I was, was wondering what night. happened to your front teeth. That was magic. <laughs> yeah, Prosthetics you're one, for the rest of the show. Yeah, my veneers are uh, pretty good, though, right? They you have to nice. do it for the right? art, honey. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was willing to make the sacrifice for that free show I did, <laughs> where I didn't get paid. Yeah, take my teeth. Well, Ellie, for people that weren't um, in theater with you over a decade ago, um, can you do just a little bit of introducing of yourself? Who are you? What do you do? And uh, why are you so incredible? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was born and raised here in Cedar Rapids. I went to Drake University in Des Moines and graduated in December of 2019 with double majors in public relations and sociology with a marketing minor. Jeez. I did three really great internships while I was there and then was hired for a fourth internship in New York City after I'd graduated and moved to New York City. COVID happened and I moved back two and a half months (laughs) later, continued to work remotely, and I'm still working there today. Um, I kind of, yeah, it's all my life has mostly been about theater. It's been what I've been obsessed with for a very long time. And I kind of got there in middle school and high school when I started being involved in productions. And also when I became conscious of who was in productions and that it was possible that a principal at a local school could do that during the day and then at night go and perform a show, I thought was absolutely nuts. And it boggled (laughs) my mind that you could just live out a passion project at night while also doing something that you love during the day. And I thought that was the perfect dichotomy that I wanted to do. And I took a journalism class in high school that I kind of fell in love with. And I did graphic design there and some writing. And then in college, I kind of merged them together for theatrical public relations and Luckily, it all worked out, and that's where I am today. Good to you. So that's really interesting. Um, fancy. Because theatrical <laughs> public relations sounds like a particularly niche type of, yes. of work to go into. We don't necessarily, I guess, I haven't had a lot of experience hearing about that type of work. Right. right. It sounds like there's a total like collective of 10 people in all of the U.S. who do it. Correct. <laughs> and I'm lucky to be one. And you're one of 10. Absolutely. <laughs> it is, but... In reality, it's it's so vague what we do that it allows for so much creativity over what we what we work on. So we're 
responsible for creating the opening night parties, making sure that those run smoothly and that the step and repeat looks beautiful for all the photos that are released on news wires. We, the step and repeat? Yes. That's the banner that goes behind on opening nights with like the logo of the show. Oh. Um, yeah, you ever seen celebrities like, when they come. Yeah, take of pictures course. In front of course. Of them. You see a like, big fancy event. You step in front of this big backdrop and take a yeah. photo. Yeah. It's got oh. the logo on it yep. or some branding. Step and repeat. So, Craig, you definitely know what that is, wow. but you never knew the word. I never knew the word. I, yeah. I, it was just I a banner. <laughs> to teaching right. people something, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I learned something people? already Great. today. Yeah, yeah. I know that that's the goal of the podcast is to teach you something. You know, that wasn't the intention when we started the show, but it's definitely it's become, become it. <laughs> a little bit of, uh, hey, what, what can we what make can Alex, Alex learn today? retain today? That's probably, great. Probably not a lot, but you know, let's just shove a bunch in there and see what sticks. Exactly. Something We're has to stick. Less than ten minutes in, and I've already accomplished that. So I feel good. Step and Wolf. Mm. Oh, what? Slightly different. Step. That's in Chicago. Wonderful that, theater. That's wonderful a theater, theater that's company. Step and drop. Step and repeat. Step and repeat. You're gonna step, and then you're gonna repeat with the next person that comes. And you're gonna got it. You're gonna step, and you're gonna repeat with the next mm-hmm. person that comes. It's a step and repeat. Got yes. it. Step and repeat. So step we handle repeat, those. Big parties, fun events, cocktail parties. And then we also make sure that the show's PR is all about image and creating buzz for a show that hypothetically for producers is free in some aspect. Um, we will get cast members to perform on morning shows and late night talk shows. We'll make sure that they are in newspapers being interviewed, that the show is being publicized Um Maybe a cover on Vanity Fair with our cast members and okay. those fun things. I had no idea your life was so cool. It's actually pretty awesome. You pretty know, intense. if you keep in contact with me <laughs> on a better basis, you might know this. I know I, 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 I'm friends with you on Facebook. I follow you on Instagram. I did not know your life was so oh, cool. Maybe I'm I don't sorry. follow you on Instagram. If I don't, it's not on purpose that I'm not. Doing I know I it. follow you, but I'm definitely going to check that as soon as we leave. I have to be <laughs> okay. I am. I've got to be following you. I, <laughs> wow. You've always been just like this 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 kid from Fall Days that I wanted to see grow up and, be, and have on, an awesome job on your podcast teaching you things. And now it's, it's so come cool. full circle. It and really you got your amazing. teeth back. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they grew back. Eventually. Everything's going really well now. Did they, they, they? Is that? It's like a lizard's tail. Yeah, they're not falls the ears, They actually like they grew, back. grew back. Uh, but for real, no, holy crap. So you're you're calling uh, you're calling David Letterman and being like, is that who's still on the air? I don't no, know. It's David not. not. Is Letterman off? Uh, it's an idea. No, that's, but what do you... What, uh, that's the idea, yeah. So you're in New York City, though, doing this. So these are these are big shows. It is. So you're calling what? Colbert? Colbert. Uh, Fallon? Is he Fallon, in? yes. He's and then today, uh, Good Morning America, we get them on those. Live with Kelly and Ryan, we do performances there. But since COVID, those... Things have kind of slowed down a bit, but we did have a, a Broadway event with Good Morning America a few weeks ago, so, so it's coming say, back. You, I mean, we'll we'll dive a little bit deeper into public relations and PR mm-hmm. and what that might mean for some people in our area and what that looks like. Um, but you've done some pretty cool things already during your internships and and now your your current job. Um, have you met any people that are really fun to talk about? Have you had any stories oh that God. might be fun to share? Yeah. Uh, I think hands down the best event while I was in New York just for those two and a half months was we put on a production of To Kill a Mockingbird for 18,000 public school, public school students at Jeez. Madison Square Garden for free. And it was when Ed Harris was doing the show and we got to sit up and the audience was just so reactive. It was so fun to watch. A lot of the kids had studied the book previously and then got to see it, a Broadway production for free 
live on stage at Madison Square Garden, which is something you'll never just forget. Just like so a cool. six hit punch. That's incredible. <laughs> it was so cool. So fun to be there. We went to like a dairy farm when I was in school. <laughs> so like, living <laughs> was very farms. different. <laughs> was the dairy farm at Madison Square Garden? You know, strange. I, there, there was probably a garden adjacent somewhere. But I think it was mentioned. I cannot guarantee it was Madison Square. Not in Square. Madison Square. It's Madison Square Farm. Madison Square. Yeah. <laughs> it was, the person's name was Madison and the garden was in the shape <laughs> of a square. The farmer's so legally, name legally, was Madison. Legally. Farmer Madison. That's perfect. Madison's Square Madison Farm. Square Garden. Gar- square Garden. <laughs> That's incredible. What an incredible experience. That changed some young person's life. Certainly. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And Maybe that was you a few years ago, sparking your obsession with course. theater and whatnot. And Spike Lee came out, too, to introduce the show, which was incredible. He just lives at Madison Square Garden, I he believe. He does. I think he's got a room underground that he sleeps in. He must. Because he's got to get courtside. You I've know? never seen an event that <laughs> happened <day>. there <laughs> or heard about an event now mm-hmm. that happened there that he was not a, par- yeah. a part of. But I he came out and spoke and everything? Yeah. That's and he introduced cool. the show and... Got the, the crowd all wild and ready to go. And well, that's why they're changing the name to Spike Lee's Square Garden. Exactly. I yeah. like Spike that. Lee's It's Square a controversial Garden. decision, but, you know, they're going with they're it. They're not right. going to give him, you know, enough Oscars, so they might as well just name. Give him the Square give him Garden. Something. Give him the Square Garden. Yeah. Right, right, right. Poor Madison. <laughs> Poor Madison. Losing their Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Farmer that's Madison. It. Farmer. Wow. So, obviously, we're having a lot of fun with our friends yes. today. Um, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Any, any other... Oh yeah, ones? you seem like we you had, had more. I did. We had <laughs> two Stephen Sondheim shows that were opening while I was there: West Side no Story and is. Company. Company. Oh my god! And so I got to see Stephen Sondheim, which was nuts. What a dream! Like the real guy, the real Steve. Whoa! Walked right by me. <laughs> you call not him like, Steve? Not like <laughs> you're, you're, not, hey, not a Steve. Tupac. I saw him hologram. once, but it was memorable. For both of us. So, yeah, Steve. <laughs> he sees you in the street. Yeah. Ellie, hey, good to see you. Do you want to be in uh, Into the Woods 2? Oh. Electric Boogaloo? That's Who would I play? That's what he's working on. What's going to be the character in Into the Woods 2? Uh, you're going to play the gingerbread person. Okay. I like that you didn't go gender specific with it. Yeah. Respect that. I Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah you'll be the, is, is that, are you unhappy with this role? Because I can find somebody else to do the role. No, I'm. I, I, I am surprised that you came up with something so quickly. I was thinking it was going to be <laughs> a little bit more difficult. I could. I could make it here. Hold on, I'll come up with something, for, and I'll make it way. We'll keep talking, and then you can pop in at the end with your. Yeah, how about like right at the very end, you just scream it. Okay, go, go ahead. Mm. There we go. I'm. I'm going to start thinking over here, guys, quietly. Okay, okay you yeah. think we're going to talk marketing? So, yes. um, so you're doing some pretty incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're out in New York. And you've really soaked up a lot of information about public relations. If And you mentioned some of the work that you were doing. If we were to zoom out even further and just look at PR as a whole, what what really does PR entail? Especially a poop-eating monster. I knew it. Oh, oh it was coming. I'll pass on that. I'll give it to Craig. What? He really likes Broadway. I'm sure he would love to be in it. Uh, you know me. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the yeah. last guy that you just said. Okay, unfortunately for me, while I was thinking of the dumbest thing I could possibly say, I didn't hear anything. We were having an intellectual. So you guys just jump right back in. I'm going to teach you what public relations is, sort of in a broad aspect. I thought PR stuff for Puerto Rico, but okay. No, you didn't. (laughs) I'm <laughs> just calling you out right now. You did not. He just saw it in the Heights. Let me so ruin your joke. He's in the mindset. I'm half Puerto Rican. Okay, I just watched it in the Heights twice. You look at me like you didn't know that. Yeah, guys. You I said know. it once. I didn't know it was twice. Oh, that I saw saw the movie. Mm-hmm. No, I saw it. I saw it twice, two and a half times. I Crowdy, fell so yes, PR is 
Puerto Rico, but it's also public relations. Got it. Interesting. Good public to know. relations is all about the image. So for theatrical public relations, it's about the image of a show. We're responsible for creating that buzz about a show, getting its name out there in a positive light and making sure that it's got all of the media coverage that we would like to make it an important show that's on the forefront of the public's minds when, let's say, tourists come to New York, that they will want to see our show. So when you're looking at it from the perspective of uh, a nonprofit or small business in Cedar Rapids, public relations is, you know, ties a lot into branding, which we had a conversation about last week with James. Go check out that episode. The BS specialist. That's right. Brand strategy. Um, But PR is really kind of taking some action to put your brand out there and and really making sure that it's perceived in, in a certain way. Am I, am I kind of landing on that right? Correct. And yes, with shows like in theater or at Theater Cedar Rapids with community, it's so much about community and engaging the community because that's kind of where you're going. But And then for Broadway, it's you're trying to relate to so many different types of people who consume so many different types of media that you really have creative overhaul on what you want to do to hmm. reach people. When I when I worked in the PR department of the Rod Library at UNI, look at wow. me, oh, oh, oh. Wow. Uh, it takes a lot of graphic design work and just a lot of work in general to get all of that stuff going, and that was just for a library. So I can't <laughs> imagine the amount of work that it would take to do PR for, I mean, all of that, like mm-hmm. my goodness. For that, Steve. For Steve. For Steve. Just for Steve. So I imagine and that's that- only two out of the... 15 or 20 <laughs> shows on Broadway or off-Broadway that we do. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're just juggling a bunch of acts at one time. We are. We are. How How do you do that? How big is your team that you're able, able to do something like that? The team currently is around seven or eight, I'd say. What? Due to COVID, yes. But, and you know, you're doing it remotely, too. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. But we've got all of our show, most of our shows ready for ready to come back to Broadway, and so we're in the process of getting those up and, you know, Casts are going to need time to get back into rehearsal. Even the ones that have been running for over 10 years, they still need time to practice the material, get used to the blocking and the lighting and staging. And so it's going to be a while. But currently, I know mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen on Broadway is coming back and Hades Town. And then September 14th, I think there are five shows that are opening that day since that was the first day announced that Broadway right. could come back. There's and you guys are in five. charge of some of those? No, not on the 14th, but we have Hadestown and Springsteen. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. Is Bruce Springsteen going to be in that, or is it somebody playing Bruce Springsteen? Uh, It's actually me. (laughs) (laughs) One woman show. I do a really good impression. Born to Run. Wow. Yeah. No, that is. Which is coming later in the episode, everybody. One man show. (laughs) (laughs) That That also ran on Netflix. They filmed it when it was on Broadway previously, and it's on Netflix. I can't, I don't know where the joke ended. And the realness started. That was not a joke. It really did run on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) It was previously running. Okay, got it, got it. But he is coming back. So if you can't make it to New York, maybe check it out on Netflix. Check it out on Netflix or come see me at my personal address and I will (laughs) perform it for you. I love it. We'll have that link in the bio. So with all of these different shows and all this kind of stuff, I imagine there's a lot of things you have to keep track of all at once, which I can imagine is a folder upon folder nightmare of trying to figure out where you put everything and all that kind of stuff. So is there like a system that you guys use to keep track of like all of your shows that are running and which ones aren't and be like, okay, uh, these graphics are for this thing, this write-up is for this thing and all that's for that because boy, howdy. 
Again, when I just did it for a library, it was a mess. It was a spider web of everything. Yeah, we have four or five press agents who handle all of the shows, and all of our documents are saved on a nice drive that's very, um, very specific to each show. And then you have, you know, like clips in one. Here are some broadcasts that we want to keep track of releases, overall strategy points that we have. So that's a good. So it's all just like on their own separate drives, so you don't have to try to like. They don't get it's mixed all on up. one. It's all on one. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. Sorry to say. <laughs> I was going to say, if you keep them all on separate drives, I was like, yeah, I guess you'd never get it mixed up then. But mm-hmm. it's all on one. The other thing that you can focus on is just making sure you're clicking the right name in the drive. That's that's an important one. And that works <laughs> that pretty well. Like I have to say, if you know what you're looking for, oddly just enough, click on it. you'd think it'd be really easy, but the amount of times I'd run into stuff that shouldn't be where it is yeah. was astounding. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, some people really trouble with reading comprehension sometimes. Good general tip, right? Just staying organized, figuring yes. out a system that works for you and your team and being communicative mm-hmm. around that. So that all makes sense to me. Um, but I, I want to kind of keep drilling in a bit into what PR really is and how our audience can apply some of those thoughts and tactics to their small business or nonprofit, mm-hmm. to their local band. Um, or, you know, to their Etsy shop, right? Because Mm -hmm. all of those things um, involve putting yourself out there in some way and interacting with the public, with the press, with um, partners, right? And and producing some of those events or whatever that looks like. Um, So I'm really interested in hearing a little bit more around how people take that big kind of somewhat vague idea of PR Mm-hmm. And really apply it into what they're doing on a day-to-day basis. Do you have initial thoughts on on that? Or even yeah, where it to sounds start? it sounds kind of simple to talk about, but it's it, it's very difficult. PR to have good PR, you need to have a mix of stuff. So, with our focus on Broadway, we want covers of magazines. We want to be featured in newspapers. So, if you're local, you want to be in the Gazette. You want to be on local broadcasts and radio shows, and it's very important that you also have really good word of mouth, so you want good social media presence. Um, you want to make sure that once your show is out, that you have a good review in the New York Times, which is more difficult than might most people might think. But, hey, if you've got a really good picture in the New York Times and then a pretty good first two paragraphs, people might not read on, and you might have yourself Oh, that's a such a great nice, point. Yeah. I feel like we live in a time when so many people just read headlines, mm-hmm. right, or just yeah. see photos. That's so interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. Mm-hmm. And with PR, when we're marketing for shows, we want just some, we want like sticky phrases. We want a really good pull quote that we can put under the banner of the marquee of what Ben Brentley said about us in the New York Times. And that's kind of what we focus on. But you need a mix of all of that. And it's really hard to pick one that's going to be the sole thing that's going to sell tickets or really help out your brand. You want a mix of all of it. And that's kind of what we go for is making sure that you have all of those listed. When you're picking these things to, to showcase those quotes that you want to pick, um, um, does it, how do you land on that and feel confident about the decision you've made? Is it really just like, I need to put this out now and just kind of go with my gut feeling because if I take too long, then it's never going to happen. Or do you take that extra time 
to make sure that you've got the perfect decision and then you got yeah. the perfect quote. Yeah, like are there like specific words that you're like looking out for? Like, oh, that'd be good. Well, of course you're looking yeah. for like sizzling yeah, or yeah. the best words. show on Broadway right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good one. That's a But that's good not one. as easy to come by as it is to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you take do you take that extra time to to um, it's just that process sounds like something that I would be second guessing myself constantly about. Yeah. I would never feel comfortable pu- putting out. Th- I'd be like, "Is this the right quote?" How do you get over that fear of making the mm-hmm. wrong decision when you are whittling it down to um, I don't know what article you're going with, what quote you're yeah. going with, all that kind of information. Figuring out what to say. Mm-hmm. The best thing about our office is that. It's basically just a bullpen. And so there's a lot of just dialogue back and forth. There's no real offices that anybody's in. And even with like a preview night. So a show will start on previews. We'll have their first preview, the first time they're in front of an audience. And the reviews could be posted that night. So you have to have a plan between preview and opening night of what you're going to do if the first reviews that come out are completely negative. Right. And so basically what they do is it's kind of like, a war room situation where everybody huddles together <laughs> and they look at the reviews of what just came out. They decide what pull quotes are best, what's going to be best for the brand. A lot of people, the producers are typically in the room, so they have a lot of feeling on what they would like the image of the show to become based on what's being said. And it's a lot of dialogue back and forth and picking the best things. And PR is sometimes really hard to quantify what we do. And I feel like advertise. we work a lot with advertising groups that also work with the shows, and that's also very hard to do because with advertisers they will put the advertising team will put a report in front of the producers that says here's the exact amount of money that we spent that you the producers personally spent on this show here's the campaign we did and here's how much money it made in selling tickets and that could be kind of hard for the producers to take if it wasn't exactly what they wanted and so that day they have the advertisers have to go and make a new plan completely new plan to either continue that growth or to fix the flop it might have just caused. And with us, it's kind of the same. We have such a large grasp on everything that we're doing that we just have to keep moving. It's such a rapid response world right now with PR, with reviews coming out the second that a preview Mm -hmm. ends, that we have to be, it's just, it's a lot of feel and response with PR. So maybe boiling that down for, again, some people in the area, Mm -hmm. that might look a little bit like um, taking a moment to step outside of just yourself right, your, your own project, and do some focus grouping, right? Talk to some other people and get a sense of... Yeah, and what, and what do you mean by focus grouping? Because yeah. I know that's something we've been talking about here a little bit. Exactly. But not yeah. real focus groups. Exactly. It's You're easier not, than you think. Right, you don't need to give people gift cards in order to get their feedback. But just try and talk to some people in your network, some people in your sphere, um, some people that have different opinions than you or different perspectives than you. Um, yeah, for, don't, be, don't for, be afraid to reach out. Right. People would love to give you their opinions. Right. I mean, you can always contact us, right? We would love to help you out. Exactly. But uh, we love it. Post it. Go for it. You got it. <laughs> We're behind you no matter what you decide. We'll give you good feedback. But <laughs> but then we can get a sense of, you know, if what you're saying is really summarizing what you do and if your pull quote really resonates with the story you're trying to tell um, and really kind of take a step outside of yourself and maybe get some feedback from others that they maybe have a different perspective or maybe a different level of emotional investment into what it is. And then, you know, that also may look like continually reassessing where you're at in the process, right? Um, you launch a new product or you put out a new video and um, maybe it gets mixed feedback. 
get a sense of um, what that might mean in terms of steps forward. Your plan may change. You're not locked into that five-year plan for five years. That can shift if, you know, if something changes and it calls for it. Yeah. We do have to take a quick break. So let's cut to our mid-roll sponsors. When we come back, we're going to keep picking Ellie's brain. <laughs> we're going to talk about, I'd love to, to hear about some press releases and, and what people might do around that. Um, talk a little bit more about maybe some graphic and artwork um, that might be beneficial and, and what you've done in the past to really help your projects that you're involved with tell story. And uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. And I'm, I'm sure there will be more laughs and stories and we'll name drop some more musicals along the way. So stick with us. This is Friends with Marketing Benefits. We will be back in just a moment. Friends with Marketing Benefits is brought to you by... I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Scarpe the Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billie Eilish got bangs? What's a Billie Eilish? L-A-S. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're Historically Historically Inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear you do that again. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast fast forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! I did it. I was in in my groove. Come and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm kind of doing most of the You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. (laughs) L-A-S. Welcome on back to Friends with Marketing Benefits. Hopefully you enjoyed hearing the sultry voices of whomever you heard during that <laughs> mid-roll break. Um, my guess was that it was probably um, Alex and Jake and Jason and Lindsay and a bunch of other fantastic hosts that are all part of the LAS Podcast Network, which produces and distributes this very show along with all of those. Please consider supporting on patreon.com slash Podcast. Network. You can subscribe on a monthly basis, get access to bonus episodes of those shows, exclusive shows such as Gaming Through the Generations and Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, which is going to be very cool, um, and Creating Crap with Craig. Woo, that's me! Which yeah. brings me around to reintroducing <laughs> our co-host, Hi. Craig Johnson. I'm here sometimes. <laughs> you are here sometimes. So far, it's been half the time. Fifty-fifty, <laughs> baby. Woo. You had a surprise birthday party like two weeks ago, yeah. so it was understandable. It wasn't a surprise. It was just a regular one. That I thought it was had... a surprise. No, it was not. That... If it was uh, a surprise, why would I be the one to tell you? It? Well, it was a surprise because we Cause weren't there. It... 
<laughs> it was a surprise that I wasn't invited. It's just yeah. My family, I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. Um, you're also hearing the voice of Alex Schulte. You should say, pretend like it's you, Joe Biden. Oh my god. <laughs> And that's our friend with marketing <laughs> benefits for today's episode, Ellie Detweiler. Hey, it's me, Ellie Detweiler. That was pretty good. It kind of sounded like Bruce Springsteen, which I also Bruce do. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I love Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I should have sang your Killarney. Was that what it was called? Christmas in Killarney with all the folks at home. Nope. I'm not going to do that accent, though, when I sing it. That's it was an Irish sure. thing. Amy Stoner was on stage with me. I would just lock the eyes lovely with Amy Stoner. Amy Stoner and... Forget the words to her face instead of looking at the crowd and uh, owning the shame of not memorizing <laughs> Own my lyrics. Own your shame, Alex. Own your shame. Always got to memorize your lyrics. And I can use that as a segue to bring us back around. <laughs> hey, I love writing segues. Look at this segue. It's the public relations, I think. Nope, I lost. Now, not, <laughs> now I'm thinking about segue. segues. <laughs> God, the segue's on fire. Oh, God. They should have segues in Cedar Rapids instead of scooters. They can should. you imagine the uh, injuries? The chaos. I know. Increase. It would be even worse. The city would burn to the ground. Oh my gosh! I wish uh, I wish I want to ride a Segway. I used to ride Segways every day for my life for like six years. So I gave Segway tours in Chicago, and then you did. Wow, yeah, that's so cool. but you also got Step and Repeat confused with Step, Step and Wolf. Wolf. So I f- Step and Wolf know. is also a bad guy from uh, I was the gonna DC say, universe. Like Step and Wolf is like a bad guy in DC. Um, actually, <laughs> um, actually, yeah. So, good game show so by the way. Step and Wolf. Ste- Step and something is a lot of things. Okay. Yes. There's a lot of things that Steppen could have finished Step in with. time. Mary Step Poppins, t- bringing it back to Broadway. We've name-dropped so many Broadway shows, by the way. If you're not a theater person, just I, stick with I, us. I'm so I, sorry. I know none of these. Have you heard of Mary Poppins? <laughs> I've heard of Mary Poppins, Good yes. I'm not uncultured. Yeah, it's an umbrella much. that like babysits kids or something. Yeah, you know, it comes I, down I don't, from I don't know. The, that wasn't funny. I don't know why I said it. But I, I don't know the last time I actually saw Mary Poppins. It's probably been 25. I was a child, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyways. Anyway. Ellie, you have been talking to us about PR, public relations, mm-hmm. uh, your work out in New York, and uh, you're here with us now. You're from Cedar Rapids. You're back right now. And you head back there, theoretically, in August. Second or third week in August. I'll be back in the oh, city. Jeez, man. That's crazy. How are do you, you feel excited? about that? I don't yeah. know why that came out like that. <laughs> I was, Wait, yeah. So, okay, wow, guys, I'm not going to lie. This is the third man. time this episode I've tried not, I don't know why I'm trying not to, but I'm trying not to, she, for some Stop. freaking uh. reason right now. And it's not a thing I do, but you, you Ellie, you're looking at me like you don't ever she. spend again, time on TikTok. I've studied your body of work. Um, <laughs> can't. <laughs> Can't find it in my file folder. In my For mind. the people out there who don't know what you're talking about, this is a TikTok, it's a TikTok reference. It's a TikTok reference that keeps popping in my head on this episode, and I don't know how they get why. You. And then, it, so when Ellie's like, "I'm going back to New York City to take over the world in August," and I'm like, "Shoot, no, I shouldn't say that. Wow, that's crazy." And then it comes out awkward, and well, it's crazy. Well, it's funny that's... that you've learned that now three times. You said, but you continue two or three, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I've brought it up twice in the last 15 seconds. He's looking seconds. at his bracelets, audience, listeners. I am not. I was fiddling with my MacBook. Please take the attention away from Great. me. Great. Anyway, yep. so, <laughs> um, so you're heading back to New York. Yes. Um, you've just stepped into a new position. I have. Um, what do you think it's going to be like to go back to New York City after all of this and work on Broadway again and, and, and do that work? I mean, that's I can't even imagine. I am so excited. This has, it's 
been my dream company for seven years. I found out about them when I was a sophomore in high school, and it truly, from that moment, has always been where I've wanted to go. So to be able to be there now as a full-time person is insane, and I cannot wait to be back and to be on a stage and... Uh, whether they allow us on a stage again with protocols, but hmm. to be in a theater At is going point. to be miraculous. I cannot wait. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. That's awesome. It really is fantastic. And we were talking a little bit before we hopped on the show about some of those differences between New York City and the Midwest, like Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious what you think about um, looking through that marketing, public relations lens, the differences between a coastal large city like New York and some, you know, the people working out here in Cedar Rapids, do you Mm -hmm. have kind of top level initial thoughts on, on those differences? Yeah, it was, I'll speak on it to my internships because I had three of my internships in Des Moines or three while I was at Drake. And then one, the one after I finished college and the one I started with was at the Des Moines playhouse. And so I kind of knew from the beginning I had to start small when I knew I wanted to go out to New York because there was no way that if I just had one internship at the Des Moines Playhouse that I would be hired on anywhere, probably in New York. They wouldn't have the knowledge of that place or seeing the community theater that might not get me where I wanted to be. And so I knew... What on earth is that? (laughs) (laughs) Des Moines? Hopefully they would know that. What is Des Moines? Is that a a restaurant? (laughs) Goodness. (laughs) Des Moines, the, Des Moines. <laughs> the look Ellie gave you was just pure confusion. Just like, like, what? what did I just walk back into? I stepped out of the, the studio for a second to turn the AC on because it's getting steamy. Oh, I feel great. But, really? No. Yeah, I feel good too. It's hot, right? I'm not the only one. But what I walked into it doesn't matter. a Des Moines joke. We're going to skip it. But <laughs> we're going to move on and act like it never happened. Uh, Drive longest this train podcast forward, ever Please, yeah, keep it going. So I had that first internship. I knew I needed to build up. Whereas somebody who starts on the East Coast, they could probably get one to two internships and be hired at a Broadway firm or somewhere more prominent. Um, I needed to build up my resume a little bit so that they would trust me and know that I was a good worker. Mm -hmm. And so I started at the Community Playhouse. I was the marketing intern there, did a lot of graphic design, a lot of work on InDesign there. I did that for a year, and then I moved to... Des Moines Performing Arts, which is the Civic Center in Des Moines, where the national touring shows go. I worked there for a year under the publicist, and that was that was the best internship I'll ever have. My role was basically to stand side by side by the publicist, follow her wherever she went. And I did that with glee. It was wonderful. I went to interviews for TV stations and radios and took around cast members in the morning and was there until midnight, you know, just... Loving the atmosphere and Sounds working like really hard. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, it's like a hall. I'm, I'm moving movie. away from my yeah. farm town, Cedar Rapids, <laughs> 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 to go in to to the big lights. I'm run. I'm going away, mom. So you just grabbed your suitcase and ran out, stuck went your up thumb to out, Moines. pretty far out there, and and went out to Des Moines. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you're working late nights. Honestly, you're driving people nights. around. This whole time, I thought we were in New York City because I stepped out and then I came back in. You're in Des Moines this whole time. I. That's I'm in Cedar Rapids at the moment, right here with you. But <laughs> yes, I was in Des Moines. Before, before <laughs> where, where are you? Right now, in the story you're telling, you're in Des Moines. I'm in Des Moines. And you're... you're picture it. You're being an intern <laughs> with a publicist. I picture it. Yes, with a publicist, Kathy. Um, Shout out Kathy. The, the Iowa her. Cubs are right there. and 
That's true. So I worked there for a year. That was incredible. And then the summer between my junior and senior year of college, I went for a little summer stint to the to the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts. And oh, I remember that happening to you. <laughs> that was so exciting. It was it so was, exciting. Is that in New York yet? Close. It's where I thought, it's where you thought I originally was living when I walked in. Washington, D.C.? Correct. Ah, got it. Okay, cool. Yes. And so I was there for the summer. There was about 40 interns hired that were spread around throughout the building. And I was one of two press interns. And Kennedy Center was interesting because it's a it's quasi-government, and so the work we were doing was not necessarily we get to publish things that we would like or, you know, we get final say. But it still was a lot of work, proofreading, getting ready for Kennedy Center Honors, which was very exciting, and helping the national tours come in. You know, still an incredible experience Alex, something's clicking in Alex's brain. Uh, You're familiar with Kennedy Center Honors. Dave Chappelle just got the That's Kennedy correct. Center correct. Award. And uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That was a few years ago, yes. Years. Okay, okay. The Kennedy now. Center Honors of 2021 just aired last week. Really? Who was it? Dick Van Dyke, Debbie oh. Allen. Oh. I don't know Debbie Allen. And two others that I can't think of at the moment. <laughs> I'm picturing the promo photo that they released. That's all right. You don't it's work It's okay. Anymore. Yeah, you're not, you're not on staff. But working there in any capacity, that's a, a pretty prestigious place to work. It was huge. Gosh, yeah. I had no really idea. really exciting. What did you think I was doing in Washington D.C.? Uh, running for running president. Just president. Running. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> just I thought you were just, just running. running. <laughs> a lot a marathon route. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a big running community in Washington D.C. I I don't know. I really had I had no idea that you were in theater and everything like that. I knew that was always a passion of yours, but to hear that you've just been killing it for the last twelve eight years. Well, really twenty three years. You've been killing it. Thank you. Uh, it's 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 so good to hear. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it sounds like you've landed your dream job and you're living this movie life of Anne Hathaway going and working for. Are those the, the Chanel boots? Exactly. I, you know, in, in your bat bosses. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got it. The, I got the it. Mar- you get that Mar- one, Mar- Not at all. Oh, shoot. Devil I'll find one. Prada? Is that what Prada. That Correct. was the reference? Yeah. Because okay. that's the reference I was making. So I'm glad oh. we were all on the same mm-hmm. page <laughs> there. But for real. Yes, congratulations on all your success. It's really yeah. Fun who's to gonna watch. Who's gonna play you in the future movie about you? Bruce Springsteen. Oh, perfect. Bruce Springsteen. No. Dis- discount Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> His distant cousin, Bruce Springsteen. Hello, I am Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> so rewinding a little bit to the original question, um, the differences between New York and and kind of the Midwest, and mm-hmm. at this point in the story, you're stepping up. You you've you've elevated mm-hmm. into you know Washington D.C. You're at the Kennedy Center. Incredible. Um, and you're starting to notice some of those changes in dynamic because you needed to prove yourself. Yeah, it's mm. I, it was some luck, but a lot of work. I my advisor in college, I think, talked to me sophomore year and said, "I think you could graduate early." And I was very confused by that statement because at that point I had two majors and a minor, and I wasn't sure how that was humanly possible. <laughs> like how how would I do that? <laughs> but it turns out I could, and the company I work for now is called DKC O&M and their internships were typically in the fall and I knew that and so I knew uh, that I could possibly that's a lie their internships were in the spring they did have one in the fall but I was kind of itching for that one because I knew if I graduated in December I could possibly apply for the one in the spring and then I knew that the interns, since I had been following this company for seven years, I knew that the interns would get to go to the Tony Awards if you were a spring intern, which that's a huge plus for me. Tony Awards are the Oscars of Broadway, Craig. Ah, I thought it was Uh, just an award for the best Tony. (laughs) 
There was. Let me tell you a fun story about the company I work for. They did the Spider-Man Turn Off the Bro- the Dark Broadway campaign. Have you heard of that show? Uh, yeah, yeah. Around and 2012. A guy got injured, yeah. right? Didn't he fall? That's correct. That's correct. It was notoriously... Um, not super well received. Yeah. And there were a number of um, injury stories surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they bad were... Bad PR, as some would say. Well, it, for Spider-Man, it kind of turned out that the cliche that all press is good press oh. was true for Spider-Man. A Everybody lot of people came to see that show knowing that they could possibly see it injury that night or something go wrong. Uh, honey, honey, get the kids. We're going to watch Spider-Man <laughs> fall off the roof. It's a little bit of that schadenfreude that people want to come out and it see. Is, like, it is. You know. If I was in New York then, I definitely would have wanted to get tickets to see it. It's Sit like, in front row like, hey, there goes the arm, yeah! It's like reality TV. You watch it to watch their lives just be in shambles and you're like, at least that's not happening to me. Shattered in four parts, yeah! Woo! <laughs> but yes, they were only nominated for two Tony Awards. I think it was for lighting and sound. And they decided that on Tony Ward Day, most shows do a matinee. And matinees are during the day, Craig. I, oh, thank, um, you, thank you. Not a manatee, but a matinee. <laughs> not a manatee. <laughs> or, or. For their matinee show, they decided anybody with the name Tony or any variation of the name Tony, so Antonio, uh. Antoinette, they would get into the show for free. And I believe the producer's oh. initial statement was... Um, uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was like, nothing would make us more happier than to have the most Tonys on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> and what? I saw that campaign when I was a sophomore in high school, I That's think a few years late. Really smart. I thought that was the most incredible That's thing I'd so ever clever. heard. That's so clever. I'd be like, hey. Really, really smart? clever. Because, Thank I mean, you. they're obviously not the first people to make that joke of, and I obviously was not the first person to make the joke. Of, I thought you were. Is it just a bunch of awards for Tonys? <laughs> um, but But to capitalize on that in a campaign, that's... That takes some, some, some clever work. And that's what our, our president kind of talks about, is finding the liability of the show and trying to make it your asset or planning for that oh. liability to go awry from the beginning. Because mm. you got to use that stuff with Spider-Man. It kind of worked, and it really worked in their favor okay. of Ellie. gaining show. What's the liability of LAS? What's the liability is that Alex Schulte somehow got on this for sure. It 100% is. <laughs> is it really me? <laughs> See, I know you guys are joking, but I feel like maybe you, there's a hint of there's seriousness. There's a hint of truth. Look, we already did one intervention. I am, can't do another for him. <laughs> the poor guy, he can't take it. Can't Go take over it. to One Word Stories, my show, to hear my intervention on time management. Look, here's the only thing I'll say about that, okay? Um, there are four people in this room, and only one of them shouted poop-eating monster at some point That's during this You know what? That's if poop-eating monster is what gets me canceled, I don't want to be not canceled. Nailed it. You nailed yep. it. Those were words <laughs> that came out of your mouth. That's oh, wow. tough to hear. So anyway, Alex <laughs> is our liability. How do we turn Alex into an asset? Yeah, yeah. See, that's we, what I really The funny be. thing is Alex talks about, or other people criticize Alex for his lateness. Mm-hmm. He was only two minutes late today, but he does have a beautiful Apple Watch that I see is in working condition. So I, um, I encourage him to use that a little bit more. I was here. I was in the building at 6. The elevator took a second, and I was in the room at 6.01. Not to dox you, Ellie, but you were in the bathroom, okay, when I got here. So you thought I was a minute late, but I was actually on time. So he does, uh, that, is, that is 15 love, Alex. Oh, Boom. my gosh. I told Craig I like tennis, and he kept it going. I kept it going. See, That's I'm bringing oh it back. Gosh. Did I, did I defend myself accurately? 
If I, what, did I go too hard on you just now, Ellie? No, we're just going to skip it and go back to Logan so he can, you know, well, do his thing so we can talk well, about again, the show, see, Alex. See, here's that liability thing liability. we were talking about. So it's my job to kind of keep this on the rails. Yes. Let me let me try but, and give it a shot. Okay, it's but not going to Here's the thing. This is why I'm perfect for public relations, I think, is because very, very few people have seen my detailed schedule on my phone and my notes app. It's... Uh, frustrating and scary to some but that's just how I've always been I love to schedule my time and with public relations that's like, like exactly what you have to do you should show me it's, that you have so many no so many moving parts <laughs> I would, I that you have to keep track of especially when you're a press agent with like our company where you're working on six massive shows that are on Broadway all at the same time and now trying to plan for a Broadway comeback at the same time you have to keep that stuff in check so Alex I'm glad that you're not in public relations, but I would love me to too. help you with a schedule if you ever want to. I would really appreciate hire that. me for my services. I think there are some really good lessons oh, in here that I want to. I have no money. I want to boil down and present to our listeners those you know mom and pop shop business owners, um, the you know the local band. I'm thinking about not just being organized and and figuring out um, the systems that work for you in order to stay on top of how you present yourself outward, um, not just when you are trying to get in the Gazette or on KCRG, but even when you're putting out social media and, and posting and, and putting anything out publicly, staying on top of those things and being aware of, of how you're navigating all of that is important. Mm-hmm. Um, even for a band, when you are you know booking your gigs, right, and you send out what you hopefully have, which is a press kit or media kit of some sort, being organized with all of those things and having, you know, a clear cut story, those pull quotes that we talked about earlier, um, the the photos and graphics that we mentioned just a little bit, um, being organized is really, really important, right? And uh, and figuring out, as we were talking about just a little bit ago, where your liability is, right? Those things that, that maybe aren't your strength, those things that maybe you're getting a one-star review over or somebody's bothered about. How can you turn that into an asset for yourself? How can you turn that into a strength? Mm-hmm. And, um, and taking the time to assess, connecting with you know your quote-unquote focus group, those people outside right. of yourself that can give you good feedback, um, and using all of those different tools to empower your business, your project, to move forward in the public eye. Yes. How'd I do? Is that a question? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, that was a question. Was like, that was really beautiful. Like, wow. Thank you. Trying to summarize and, and present so that we have something good, a nice little tight package for our mm-hmm. listeners to take home. And with our company, too, when we got there, we were given a very detailed style guide of what all of our press releases look like, what uh, different memos, how they would go out so that all of it looked very cohesive. And that's another thing that I would highly recommend is to make sure that people recognize your brand based solely on the graphics that you're including and logos. And going off of that, the best thing you can do is have that style guide. And then when you start to gain some traction and other people are going to be talking about you and like uh, making like things with your logo and stuff in it, it's good to have that style guide available so these other companies can see it and they can kind of go off of that if they need to. Like if you're going to be a part of a, let's say a band is having a show and a uh, the history center is like, oh, we want to sponsor the show. And they're like, great. Then the guy who's making the graphics for that poster can go like, well, what's the history center does like graphics look like? They can look up their style guide and be like, oh, perfect. I can make it like in this kind of same sort of vein and put a little bit of a twist into it with their band, like the band's 
image. We can use the same or similar font. Exactly. We can use the similar same colors because you have your your color codes in there. Exactly. Um, and oftentimes, like we talked about with a press kit, you've included you know transparent background um, logos and and you've got your press photos and and all that stuff that you put together. And if you need any help with any of that reach out to one of us, all right? We'd be happy to help you out. Absolutely. Um, Ellie has offered her personal address. And she'll <laughs> certainly, she'll perform Bruce Springsteen for Look you Look in as the well. show notes. <laughs> I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. My favorite Bruce. My <laughs> Is that your favorite Bruce? Well, what about Willis? Yeah. No, no, um, Springsteen. Springsteen, all right, yeah. No, don't get me started on my favorite Tony, though. Oh. <laughs> so. Go for it. So my, my, my uncle, Tio oh. Tony. Oh, that was easy. Great. <laughs> okay, good. That was like a whole started. Started. It's like, so, oh, yeah, my uncle. That's probably my favorite Tony. Or my brother, Anthony. Does that count? Does uh, he go by Tony? Yeah. No, he tried to when he was like eight for a couple months, but no. He, he goes, goes, goes by Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ellie Detweiler, uh, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything else that we really need to touch on before we send you away? I think we need to touch on that I'm very proud of you guys for starting this network, and it's so cool. As you can tell, I'm your biggest fan. And... It's one of those things, too, where if anybody listens outside of Cedar Rapids, I want them to know, like, I could just go to my local Hy-Vee and see these guys, <laughs> these stars, <laughs> these local guys. stars, and it would make my heart flutter. It's so exciting, and I'm so, so proud. You, and gosh, there's so much content. You content are uh, uh, a gift given to the world. You are a gem. Thank you so much. That is, that is so. <laughs> oh that is so kind of you to say. Well, we. I, I feel um, uh, so lucky to be in the presence of of your greatness, which I didn't know was greatness until we started having this marketing conversation. I was like, oh, it's just Ellie. It's it's God. just. But Ellie. now it's oh, it's Ellie. Ellie is a the illustrious Ellie. The and illustrious Ellie. Well, you're gonna figure that out when you follow me on my social media. And I think I am. You know what? Can we? Okay, one second. Before oh this podcast God, yes. ends, I'm pulling out my phone. I'm opening up the Instagram. You pull it up right now. I'm going to say just a couple of things. Um, this is Friends with Marketing Benefits, produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, visit LAS Podcast Network for more. And if you'd like some additional content with this show, some behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, go to patreon.com slash LAS Podcast Network, and you can get involved with the show. You can subscribe on a monthly basis. And, uh, and you can help support local creators, support local businesses, all of the good stuff. And again, if you do need any help with your marketing, uh, if you just have questions, we would love to help you out. We can connect you with great people like Ellie and some of our previous guests who can give you some insight as well. Feel free to email us at contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T. <laughs> Too many words. Contact at lasgroup.com. Net or go to that website laspodcastnetwork.com. Tons of forms you can fill out. Alex, what did you find? I am following Ellie on Instagram hey. and have been for years. Wow, and he has only liked one I, of my how I had many to go posts. Wow. I had to go through and re- and like a bunch of your posts with the algorithm. I know Logan. If anybody else would I like to join on that train, just mass like my photos. That's fine by then, me. Uh, yeah, the last time I liked one of your photos was in um, September of 2020. And which is your favorite, would you say, from all of my Instagram photos? Um, here, Don't look at your phone. One. Don't look at your phone You should know answer. these by heart. Yeah. Something called My Michael Jordan Year started today, and it's a picture of a candle. And then there's a picture of a small child. Look at that. A- that I think Ellie, that's Bruce Springsteen. That Ellie met. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruce Springsteen in there, an overall outfit. There's a picture of Ellie as a little baby. 
Ellie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hooray. You are you're fantastic. You're on an incredible journey, and I know you're just the beginning of it. So I can't wait to see where you go over the next couple of years. Congrats on your new position. Thank Good you. luck when you head back to New York. And uh, and don't be a stranger. Next time you're in town, please come back on the show. Are you kidding please, me? Please you guys can't be strangers. You. This guy just like ghosted me for unintentionally uh, see and that's that's the dangerous part about the internet the internet decided that i was no longer to be in contact with you because I, your photos were popping up i would have liked them uh let's raise our hands on who believes that statement uh listeners oh craig is giving a half and sometimes half. it can happen he knows but about i've never had it happen with the Instagram algorithm before. I, be- I believe the statement i raise my okay. hand all right so alex take you. that hand and why don't you go start that theme song for us so we can hop on out of here get because outta. you have a band rehearsal to get to Ellie has important movies to watch, we've heard. Um, And Craig's got to go play tennis. Embroidery. So um, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us for Friends with Marketing Benefits. Um, Again, I'm Logan Adam Schultz. There it is. (laughs) Startled me. Who are you? I'm I'm Craig Johnson. Alex Schulte is uh, playing the tunes. And uh, thank you so much for being here with us uh, for Friends with Marketing Benefits. This show airs every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Make sure you join us because we're always going to have a great friend with marketing benefits on the show. Thank you for being our friends. And we'll see you next week. Personal Joe Biden in the outro. Oh my god, it sounds just like it does on my Spotify. L A S.